0: How do we feel about Swiss cheese versus, like, mozzarella cheese?
1: Mm, big Ooh. Swiss guy. I made mushroom yeah. Swiss burgers tonight.
0: Ooh. Yeah.
2: But, I mean, seriously, I would go with Gouda.
0: Okay, well, I'm a big mozzarella gal.
2: I'm a mozzarella um, guy. That's
0: because, cool. like, think. It, it's good on pizza. It's good mm-hmm. as just, like, a stick. It's good fried.
2: It's yeah, a good point. It's, no, not exactly. wrong. it's yeah, versatile. And is it also in Mexican cheese, too? The Mexican mix? I'm not sure.
1: That
3: oh, is like the white melted queso like cheese? Like
2: the, no, no, no. Are I'm you talking, talking about the
3: about mixed about shredded like, cheese, the te- uh, like, like if you got a oh, bag of like, store. like taco blend or something? Uh, surely. Uh, that has uh, got to be in, in Texas, there.
2: we call it the Mexican blend. It says it like Mexican blend on the bag.
1: Yeah. yeah so we I,
2: have blend, too. Yeah, they've got it
1: at Kroger. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure it is.
2: So, yeah, I had to say mozzarella because it's more of Arsenal.
0: And that's the last thing we're going to agree on today, Frankie.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
4: Welcome to another edition of From the Heart for the Heart, everybody. I'm your host, Mike, and we have Woody, Frankie, and your boy Jaren, AKA Earthquake. And we brought on two special ladies today, Miss Beth and Danny the Lost Girl, to our show to talk about something that's hot recently, and that is abortion. And we fully expect this to become a screaming match, but until we get there, let's just talk with everybody. How you guys doing?
1: <laughs> well, first of all, I want to point out that you called it e-bortion, so know, right? we're already
3: off to a hot start. Second that of all, <laughs> Mike, Mike, uh, everyone else got a shitty introduction, except for uh, Jaron. I want to point that out, but we're not here to attack, so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know. I might be coming for you, Brandon. We'll have to see. Who knows?
4: Oh no! God, I hope so. I'm glad. <laughs> I hope. To, so. I'm. I'm. I'm
3: definitely glad to have some new people in this space. It's been a long time since there's been anyone other than us. So, thanks for joining us on such short notice as well, too.
2: Which is a good thing. We've always talked about getting a women's opinion in here because it's all dudes. Definitely. So this is actually a first for us.
1: Yeah, especially on this topic, it'd be kind of mute. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Acts.
2: You
1: I mean, know,
4: like back in the day when they decided, I'm just nope, I'm not gonna go there yet. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> just
3: save it, just save it. You, you. I mean, you know, pat ourselves on the back for being able to to ship this quickly and and to be able to invite you. So you ladies do have to give us credit. We knew we knew we would have been in the wrong.
5: Yeah, I think uh, I think that was a good choice bringing two ladies on for this topic.
3: Thank and you. I get choice. to work
0: with. Who is my favorite lady? So, it, this is, ah. I'm mainly here for Beth, if I'm gonna be honest. Oh my God, that's so funny. I'm mainly here for you, Danny. Oh my God.
4: Now, this really sounds like, a like the girls. This sounds <laughs> like the girls who post pictures on Facebook and they're just like, hey, beautiful. Oh my God, babe, slay. Like, <laughs> they just tag each other in all the
3: memes and everything.
4: As it should be.
3: <laughs>
1: it.
3: Mm-hmm. Welcome.
4: Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, for the first, Let's say 10, 12 minutes. We're gonna get everybody's opinion on the case, on the Supreme Court's ruling, and how they feel about abortion. I'm sorry. Not <laughs> abortion. Up, not a-b- <laughs> a- I said abortion. Abortion? abortion.
2: Uh, abortion. Uh, abortion a. Uh, day, right. Right. A, okay.
4: a singular me, let me, abortion. Let day. me just say everybody knows what I'm talking about. So this is the, the moderator. This is the moderator. Calm down. And we want to start ladies first. That way, Frankie can't go first and you can't attack him yet.
5: Uh, we'll get there.
4: We will get there. <laughs> it is one of my favorite times to attack. I don't have many problems with Jaren, but Frankie and Woody, I love to attack them. <laughs> I really <have>. should. <laughs> so whichever lady, Beth, if you want to go first, a quick two minute to three minute of how you feel about today's subject.
5: Um, Well, yes. Hi, I'm Beth. Um, Unfortunately, I live in the state of South Carolina, which is one of the ones that is um, effectively making abortion illegal after six weeks, according to our stupid governor. So it's pretty obvious where I stand on the case. I am very pro-choice.
4: Quick and to the point. All right, Danny girl, you're up next. Give me a
0: thirty seconds, one second.
4: Okay, okay. Then let's go on to Woody. Um, I mean <laughs>
3: living in Illinois, um having three daughters, and then of course, you know, my girlfriend as well. Too, we do live in a state to so where we would be protected. Um, but to make a long story short, it's an issue because just like with Beth living in South Carolina, she's still an American. The same way, you know, we are here in Illinois. So it's it's just, it's a sad day. That's the way I'll sum it up. It's a sad day for American women all over the place. We, they've lost their, their constitutional right. That's that's what I'll say for now.
4: And I'm just gonna give Danny a little bit of time. She said 30 seconds, but I'm just gonna give her a little bit more time and go with Girls' Quake. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this is longer than my 30 seconds that I know of, that's for sure. Um, So, I don't know. I'm on a board, I'm pro choice, but I'm anti federal government oversight on almost everything. So, I'm kind of torn. I understand that not everybody can move, it takes a lot of money to move, especially in an economy like this. So, if you need to go to a, a state that fits your lifestyle better, but I, I'm, I'm torn as to the actual case being struck down because I don't think the federal government has any right to tell you what you should or shouldn't do with your own body and or in your bedroom. Um, so I'm kind of at a fuck 'em anyways, and, and let I don't even think it should really be down to states. I think it should probably just let m- municipalities and local cities and communities decides that way if somebody you know lives there that does want to be what does need abortion they can go to a county over and they don't have to leave the state or go across the border to mexico or canada or whatever their closest cheapest option is um so i'm in a little bit of a weird place with it but i'm i'm you know i guess moral of the story is pro-choice but also pro roe v wade getting struck down because it's just another way the government can't make a a power play on 380 million people at once
4: Earthquake with the with the death and his politically Danny. Are you are you are you ready?
0: Yeah. I was ready before, but then like I hadn't come off mute, so I well it did it only take 30 seconds, I promise. Um but yeah, I am very, very pro choice. Um I live in Arizona, um, so it is kind of, you know up in the air there's nothing really set in stone yet um it's kind of working its way through legislature right now but um yeah no i have i believe that um it's if it's your body you have the right to do it or to have an abortion i believe that um bodily autonomy is extremely important um and i believe that uh being forced to carry a pregnancy when you don't want to is uh, inhumane and uh, goes against human rights. So that's kind of where I stand.
4: Thank you, Danny. And Franklin, I will go last because I want to lead the conversation somewhere else or not somewhere else, but I want to leave the conversation. So Franklin, the floor is yours. Uh,
2: so uh, I, gu- I guess I better straight out by saying trigger warning trigger warning um i'm pro-life i 100 percent agree with the reversal of roe v wade but on two fronts first off as a pro-lifer but also on the reason why the supreme court actually overturned Road v wade um and they listed their reasons in when they came up with it or when they did overturn it um and that's what i gotta say for that for right now
4: short and simple the heat's coming for everybody my take on this is i am also pro-choice i haven't always been pro-choice as i grew up in the church and was taught that every life was precious but as i became an adult and started thinking for myself and wasn't listening to what i was force fed since i was about three years old i looked from other people's perspectives And not everything is gray and white. So I am definitely pro-choice. Like Danny said, a woman's body, a woman's choice. But I do believe that if a man's opinion isn't going to matter with the abortion, that we need to have some kind of law or option to where a man can also not be held responsible if they also don't want the kid. So. I believe that there needs to be a solution for that, and it's just not a woman going to get an abortion without even telling the father or, or something like that. So that. That's my talking point as of right now, and if we want to talk about that before we move on, we can. If anybody has a rebuttal on anything that is any, anybody has said, go ahead. Go ahead, Woody.
3: Um I had this conversation with someone earlier as far as there needs to be some kind of way for the father to be involved in this. You're not you're not even legally the father until um you sign the birth certificate at birth. Whether you impregnated her or whether you put the seed in or not, it's I mean as as far as father rights, it's whenever you're on the birth certificate because that's what goes into towards the social security number. You know, you've been in that situation same as I did. We signed it right there at the hospital. Before we left out or before we took the baby out. So yeah, it's our child in the womb and we're there for those nine months as we're supposed to be, but it's not legally ours in any way until,
4: you know, that happens. I can agree with that. I can I can really agree with that. But after that nine months, let's say I already knew in the first month or the first week that I wasn't ready to be a father. Sure. I still believe there needs to be something in place to where
3: you're held responsible I'm not. Pen- I'm not
4: yeah i'm not penalized for this because if a woman decides i'm not ready for a child and abort it that's the end of it and i know it's a hard decision it's not like something that's like you know what this is what i want to do today so it's a sure. hard decision and i believe it's also a hard decision for a man to decide i don't want to be this father but if the woman decides to have the kid still he still held held responsible at least financially at least financially, and he knew or he might he might have had that process that brain thought that i can't financially take care of this kid i can't she, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not an adult enough to take care of this kid may I jump in yes
0: um I think the biggest concern with that that I would have is as a woman if you decide that you don't want that kid, you have a very time frame even if in the most liberal of states you know you can't have an abortion after you know a certain amount of weeks no matter yeah, what like right, at that true. point you you can't not unless there's something where it can put the woman's life at risk right so what what I would worry about is you know once you're past that as a woman you either have adoption or you know you raise it basically and the idea that a man at any point could say you know what i'm not ready to be a dad that's concerning cuz like as a woman you only have a certain amount of time before you can decide like hey i do i'm not going to be giving birth there would have to be something in place that like you know how when there's um you you know when you drop a baby off at like the fire department Mm-hmm. It can't be older than like three, four weeks old, something like that. It has to be like a newborn. Um, an
2: age limit. Yeah. Uh, in Texas, there's not an age limit uh, unless it's five years old. Then, then I know old. in Arizona, it,
0: it's. I, you, I it think that's
2: the state. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So at least here, but you know, the the concern would be, you know, it would be a ten year old. That that's my only when I hear that like. Yes, I think men need to be more involved in the decision-making process.
4: Can you elaborate on your concerns with the father deciding he doesn't want to be a father? Are you talking about he he also needs a time period on when he can make this choice? or
0: Yeah, what? like legally. You know, like legally, um, you know, you have up until, let's say, a year after the child is born to renounce your rights, I guess as the father so you know you can give up your parental rights you have a year to do that um without having to be like financially liable for the child
4: but after that
0: point you know because there comes a point where like we also need to be holding regardless of the gender we need to be holding parents accountable financially as well
4: yes i say six months I say Six. make a man up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, mean, I would make a
4: decision. <laughs> I definitely wasn't going to go a year. So I'm glad that you gave us that leeway, but I definitely agree. Like there definitely has to be a time limit. Uh, Frankie, I don't want to cut your neck. So I'll go ahead, Frankie.
2: Well, I was actually just going to fact check on uh, Brandon real quick. Uh, it's not you're not legally the father. When you signed the birth certificate, you are legally the father. If you have matching DNA. All right. And and yes legal father you could also be the father that signed the dna like for example take me personally um my last name's gan i found out last year that i'm not really a Gan. i'm a lancaster but my legal father lancaster (laughs) (laughs) um but uh my my legal father is walter franklin gan the third um because he signed my birth certificate but if nobody signed the birth certificate it would have gone to DNA at that point. And yes, I did a 23 Me test and that's how I found this out.
3: All I was saying was as far as the, I mean, DNA test involves invasion into the, the female and into the body. Most of the time is where I was going they don't You DNA are correct.
2: do the female. They you know, not I'm correct, but
3: you need, huh? I said what are you comparing it with them? though? Don't you have no, to no, get no. a DNA to?
2: No, you get a DNA test from a child
3: but you need to get the dna out of the female correct
2: yeah well, it could be it could happen after birth
3: but when the baby is born you sign the birth certificate then as well too
2: so well, we're still no talking diary, about we're still
3: it. talking about a time after birth
2: oh yeah i mean okay so either way though not like, not,
3: the... not
4: in the womb
3: not at the time i mean well, well, I don't...
2: well let me look at all the jerry springer
3: cases though
4: can we really bring jerry springer What's into that? this I'm sorry. Okay. okay I, I just
3: wanted to make sure I was clear on that. Uh, I know Beth wanted to talk. Yes. <laughs> go, let's ahead, go, Beth. Beth. go ahead. Go ahead if you wanted to finish, but I just wanted to make no, no, sure. No, no. I, I just want to get uh
2: Buzz Brandon's chops first.
4: Nice and light. This is a lot lighter than I expected it to be. Can't wait for the for the heat up. Let's go, Beth.
5: Um, yeah, I feel like I was just gonna say, I feel like this is a really hard topic with um, you know, the man's involvement in the whole thing. Like obviously. The person that impregnates the woman should be part of the conversation. They should be making the decision together. But it's going to be ultimately the woman's body that takes the toll. The woman is going to be ultimately in charge of that baby, even if the man decides to dip out. I feel like this is... It's such a hard thing to make a decision about. Like, If the guy decides, well, no, I don't want this baby, and the woman does... He gets to just like totally dip out on all responsibilities, both, you know, emotionally being there physically for the child. And now you're saying maybe financially as well. I don't know how to fix that argument in my head, but I don't feel like it's totally right because the man, you know, it's he's the one that got her pregnant. I know that the woman is the one that got pregnant, too, you know, assuming, you know, let's take this case from assuming that this is a consensual interaction that, you know, both people were consenting to the sexual activity that resulted in the pregnancy. But there are so many forms of contraception out there. I feel like they're not as accessible as they should be. And there could be so many things preventing these conversations from even even having to be had. And it's terrifying that with everything that's happened, you know, with this case, the last couple of days that that's absolutely next on the, like, they're going to, they're talking about it already.
4: And I can, I agree there needs to be a change as I just went through custody or not custody, but father's rights for my kids. And it is by default that the kid goes with a woman. And I I think that also needs to be changed to where it, it, It takes two to make a kid. So one should not have more rights than the other. And it shouldn't be on the father to have to pay X amount of money to prove that he is a capable parent.
5: Right. I think, yeah, it's a very much like a case by case basis thing. And that's why I feel like it's hard to make like a set rule about it.
4: Definitely. I mean, definitely hard, but there has to be change. We live in 2022. We shouldn't still have to be following for father's rights. And it shouldn't be automatically. She's the mother. I always hate it when my mom used to say, or people used to say, that's your mom. She brought you into this world. I'm like, that doesn't mean that she can't hurt me or she can't do anything wrong. Like I should, just have, I should just have blind loyalty just because this woman gave birth to me. And, right, um, we don't live in a perfect world.
0: <laughs> um, To jump in, I think, you know, what we're also talking about with father's rights and, you know, just parental rights kind of in general and how messy that can be. Ultimately, that I think that kind of leads us to another point that's really big when you talk about causes of abortion, because abortion is a symptom. It's not a cause. You know, it's a symptom of poor sex education, poor contraceptive education in general. But it's also Mm -hmm. there's a lot of issues with social services. And I know people who work in that sector and such a broken system that. You know, they do. They just say, you know, hey, you're with the woman when rather than investigating and figuring out what's best for the child. And that is a big problem with the whole why you would h- rather have an abortion than, let's say, put a kid up for adoption is because that system is so, so broken and there are kids in such bad situations. And, you know, at the, I used to work at a high school. Um, we had one of the, highest rates of kids who were homeless and in foster care in the state these kids their guardians didn't give a shit about them these kids came to school wearing the same clothes every day dirty they weren't passing their classes they weren't getting the help they needed psychologically because for a lot of them they've been through these traumas it all comes back to it is a broken child care system and a broken fostering system that is causing a lot of these problems that we're talking about because parental rights falls in that category there's just not enough resources being put there if there were those resources i guarantee with that along with better sex education and things like that abortion rates wouldn't be as high because there would be trust in the system that hey if i do have this child It's going to go into a good system. It's going to go into a good family. It's going to be taken care of rather than what we have now.
3: To go right off what Danny's saying, it's what we talk about, or at least I know I bring up on every episode we do, whether it was a gun violence episode, it was um, CRT, you know, cancel culture. We always talk about it being somewhere else down the line. Well, I'll just go with what you said, Danny. It's a symptom. It's not the cause of it. You know, it's always going a couple of steps further back. To prevent what we're arguing about today uh so i'm 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 glad you brought that up with you being on here for the first time that's for sure
5: yeah i definitely i want to piggyback off of what danny was saying as well and i feel like what she was saying is one of the reasons that this is so frustrating that you know the overturning of roe v wade because if it were really about caring about preserving life we would already have so many vessels in place to take care of a kid being brought into this world. Me, personally, I have no intention of ever having a child. And a big part of that is because I see how messed up things are. And I don't want to subject a child to the world that they're going to be brought up in, you know? Like, we're the only developed country in the entire world that doesn't have basic human decencies like universal health care and paid family leave and wage inequality is so bad right now that it just it doesn't make sense that the whole argument that people try to make is well you know we don't want abortions because we believe in preserving life but if you really agreed with that then you would have all of these other things already in place
0: Amen. Uh, To really quickly piggyback off Beth, um, I also never want children. Uh, The idea of having to destroy my body for something I don't want is terrifying. And while I do everything that I can to prevent myself from having kids, I'm on birth control, I'm safe. You know, hell, my boyfriend at this point is looking at getting a vasectomy because we're just so afraid of that. So the idea of me having to be, like, forced sounds like I, I-, I would rather die. Like, to put it simply. Like, I never want to go through that. And the idea that I don't have, like, plan C is really terrifying.
2: Right. All right. So, all right. I'm... I understand the reason why a lot of Demo- Democrats and uh, women are angry right now because um, they, they believe that they had a fundamental right that was stripped away from them. Um, if I was put in their shoes, say, I don't even know, one of the rights I believed in got stripped away from me, I would be completely angry too. But the thing is, I think they're wrong at the wrong people. Um, if you remember, this got leaked out maybe a month ago and nobody in Congress, nobody in state legislators try to do anything to try to protect abortions. Um, if you look at what was passed down after they stripped down Roe versus Wade, the reason why they did it was because inherently they created a law. The Supreme Court's job is not to create a law, but to rule on the current laws that are in existence. All right which in turns, yeah, you could say it's a state right because there's nothing in the CFR or the federal code or the, uh, in the Constitution about anything about abortions. So therefore, it does fall under the state's rights until something does get happen in sexual court or, I mean, into Congress. I, I agree with it on that fundamental right there because it is the Supreme Court, back when they passed this judgment, that they were overstepping their constitutional boundaries. And with that, you're tearing away at checks and balances. You know, it's, it's the whole idea, like, when people protesting that uh, Donald Trump was uh, overreaching his power, this is the same thing that the Supreme Court was overreaching their power.
4: Donald Trump was reaching, overreaching his power when? When it so passed, I,
2: passed, passed down this judgment because there was no, nothing on federal code, no federal constitution or anything about abortions. And that's actually what they said in the actual constitution. They said it's up to the state legislation. This is the reason why to me voting in local elections is just as important as voting in the federal elections.
5: Well, that's definitely something I'll agree with you on. It's, it starts at the local level, but just to kind of touch on what you were saying, I, I agree in a sense that like people aren't necessarily mad at the right people, but trust me, I'm mad at the whole damn system. So, feel me when I say that. I, my question is, why, why did, why were they even talking about it? Like, why did they bring it up? Like, the Supreme Court, the justices are not supposed to be politically motivated. Then why did this even get brought to the table? And I, like, I agree with you, like, Frankie, I'm mad as hell at all of the government officials that could have been doing stuff about it since the leak and didn't do anything, you know? It's a it's a thoughts and prayers situation. Like you guys get mad about this, they like put the burden on the people instead of the on themselves. Like they, if they wanted to codify Roe v. law Roe v Wade into law, they could have already done it by now. Like, but they're not doing it because I, I'm very. They're pussy. Disen, disen, Yes, exactly. Like I'm very disenchanted with the the government. I have been for a long time, but this is really just like. The straw that broke the camel's back.
0: To and kind of another point that I um, I wanted to bring up on what you said, Frankie is like that abortion isn't a right; it's a law. Um, Roe v. Wade, you know that that didn't establish a right; that was establishing a law, and that the Supreme Court, you know, isn't supposed to do that. I get what you're saying. However, I believe I have the right to privacy, and I have the right to do with my body as I please. The government, if I get a tattoo, do I need to start letting somebody in the government know? What about if I get a piercing? Why does the government get to know what I do with my body? Why do they get to regulate me? If I wanted to cut off my own finger, that's my prerogative. I'd be an idiot. Yeah, sure. But like, (laughs) that's my prerogative. There's no law that says I can't cut off my own finger. Mm -hmm. What? Why... Why do they get to decide in this instance, what I get to do with my body? I take birth control, so I don't have periods ever. I am constantly on hormones, so I never have a period because my periods are so severe that it can put me out of work. It can send me to the hospital. They've been that severe before. The government doesn't care that I'm doing that. Well, as of now. You know, I make it so I don't have a period. That's altering my reproductive system in some way. I'm stopping the process of reproduction because I'm not allowing that egg to drop. Should the government tell me I can't do that? Where's the line?
4: Frankie, we'll give you a chance to rebuttal, and then we're going to have Jaron come next.
2: So to me, the actual thing is, it's actually the old philosophical question of when life begins and uh, when you're actually destroying new life compared to your your own body and that's that's the the thing is government doesn't care what you do with your body for example i've got tattoos um that's a lie the government
0: does care about my body look what they just ruled don't say that they don't care about what i do to my body because they clearly do if i abort a fetus they care so that's not true they
1: do all right to be fair they just ruled that the federal government Can't tell you what to do with your body. It is going to the states now. The state, technically a government body, yes, but maybe it gives you a little more control in your locality. But the real conversation that nobody wants to have—you know why they never touched Roe v. Wade until now? This is just the final proof that both political parties are different shades of shit. They're both after control, and nobody wants to hear it. But they now went over rover went after Roe v. Wade because of vaccine mandates. Up until then, there was absolutely no precedent of any kind of letting government, companies, insurance, anybody into your private medical history. But we let ourselves get whipped into a frenzy and agree to things that we do not look down the line and see how it could be used against us. Because it never hurts when you agree with it. But if you think the other side is not going to find there, because this was a state of emergency. It was different. Well now, their state of emergency is they're saving babies. Each side is going to find a way to forever weaponize the powers that we continue to give them that they do not deserve. And as soon as we give it to them, they never look back. So as soon as we told them, oh, look how many people agree with the fact that under the right circumstances, the government can get involved with your body. And now this is just step one of probably other things that they're gonna try to go after. Now, like I said, in this case, I think it's maybe a blessing in disguise. I don't think our country, I think our country is at this moment so fractured, I don't think we ever get back together. I think there's going to be a slow peaceful divorce and we Balkanize and this is kind of step 1. You're going to see certain states banding together and I mean, you've already seen it with Colorado. So you've got Oklahoma who immediately effective I think yesterday has banned all abortions across the board. Then you got Colorado who went the opposite direction and said, full abortions up to nine months. You're going to have these states now starting to localize. And I'm hoping, as painful as it's going to be off the bat, especially for a lot of people, in this case, women, I'm really hoping it goes all the way down to the local level and people do start realizing, oh, okay, so what I do, what I, who, the person in my district that is going to represent me in Congress does matter. So I need to get involved in that and start paying attention to what they care about, what they say. Do they follow through with what they say? If not, how long have they been there? Let's replace them. Let's primary our own person because they suck and start getting people in that actually represent me. You might see states breaking apart and joining other states because you know top half of Illinois is super blue, bottom half is super red. But Roe v. Wade not letting the federal government dictate medical advice to 380 million people i know on surface looks bad but i think in the long run it's not going to be i think it's going to be better than going back and forth because they don't want to fix any of these problems obama had the full senate and house and didn't codify this shit or codify this shit he passed mcconnell's tax cuts he restated the patriot act he passed the national defense authorization act a lot of people got rich off that, but who really gets rich off abortions? Planned Parenthood, it's not, it's not as lucrative. They need that as political capital to use as a tool to keep hitting re Same thing with immigration. If, if they were going to benefit off of it, they would fix it, but they're not. So now they got it down to the states so that it's going to be an absolute dogfight in every election after that, but every single person has that in their repertoire to run on. And
4: I'll There's rest- a lot that's been said, and I'll rest my case. There's a lot that can be said that I want to try and hit on. I do believe that local elections are very important. And I wish that it was as big of a deal as the federal, like there were actual debates so that we know the the people who don't, you know, who aren't into politics, who aren't going to go to these people's events, that they can see what they believe in and it's readily available for those who are lazy and just, or ignorant, who just aren't that into local. They know federal, and that's about it. Two, I agree with Danny about the government and everybody's body, and I'm going to take it to a weird place, I think, because I believe that goes for drugs as well. I am...
0: I agree, facts.
4: I am an advocate for if you're going to do it, that's on you. And that it shouldn't be on the hospitals to provide the the help or not the help. Like if you want help, yes. But if you're like a notorious just drug addict, this is what you do every day. And you go into like cardiac arrest or something like that. It's just like, should we be giving this, these people this drugs? There's so many programs and plays that, that are to keep people off drugs. And that itself is another issue where we have jails filled with people who are doing these drugs, who as soon as they get out, they're going to continue to do these drugs. So if you want to do that to your body, go, go nuts. I believe we're trying to save people who don't want to be saved, if that makes sense. And same with prostitution as well. Same with the COVID, COVID. I believe that if you don't want to take the vaccine, you shouldn't have to take the vaccine. But we, we're also, trying to- shouldn't, uh, but we also shouldn't be, you shouldn't be taking up a hospital bed for those who do take the vaccine.
1: We're trying to bubble wrap the world and we're removing people from taking responsibility for their own actions. And like you said, that's taxpayer monies, that's taking you know, a bed for somebody who actually needs it. We need to keep in mind, it's to a, my body, my
4: choice, should it go on beyond that, I, I completely agree. Frankie, to answer your question, do I believe that drug addiction is a disease? No. No, under most circumstances, if you have a crackhead mother or a father, and that you know that gets into your system as a baby, then yes, I believe that's a disease. But when you decide to put a needle, when you decide to snort something up your nose, that is a choice, and now you are becoming addicted to it. There's millions of things that people get addicted to, millions of things. Nicotine, you know, uh, smoking cigarettes, tobacco, all this stuff, but you know that's that's legal, but and, and we're like, if you get throat cancer, if you get lung cancer, that's just a, that's just the consequences of your actions. But if you want to do drugs, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to put you in jail. It, it's just, it's just, I'll just end on this. I agree with Danny. If it's your body, your choice, I believe we need to put that to the full extent. If you don't want to do it, let natural selection do its job. No, oh, man,
3: those are all good points, Mike. I didn't even think of the drug connection one as well too. I wanna to touch on a couple of things. Um one Frankie, they did attempt to pass and codify abortion in February and in May of this year as well. I'm looking at a political article passed along party lines, you know, for the most part, except for the guy from West Virginia. I can't think of his name right now. But no, I'm glad Manchin. Jared, yes, Manchin. Yep. But I'm glad you spoke up too. But I did want to get into states' rights because Jaren and I talk about this all the time and he knows how much I hate that phrase because, first of all, it's, it's, it's always been used to oppress some subgroup, however you try to spin it. I don't want to get too deep into that because it's not that episode, but what we're seeing here is that, again, someone in Illinois and someone in Indiana, both Americans, how do they not have the same rights? Personal rights. Something that if, this lady from Indiana drives across the line and goes to Illinois and gets an abortion, what she did is not going to affect her community negatively. It's not going to affect her job. It's not going to affect if she has other kids, her kids' school or anything like that. It's strictly her personal decision. Yeah, it may affect the father or anything like that, but that we already had that conversation. I mean, it's a personal right that's no longer protected, whereas... You use guns in that situation. If somebody goes and crosses the line and grabs a gun, you literally are putting the entire community at risk. One way or the other. But tying it back to with that, you know, it being a personal right or something, that's, that's what's lost. But that's always what's tied into states' rights. It's a state's right to be able to oppress somebody to the point to where we're almost like Europe. And that well, to and me, I- and I was just going to say, and I'll let you finish is um, that to me is the scariest part uh, because there's nothing that's flipped from it being different than it was before. We have a bill sitting on Biden's desk now full of money for children at all stages of development. Early child care, primary school, secondary school, community college paid for just sitting on his desk because we don't want to spend the money on that. Texas, you're removing funding for mental health which is what we talk about every time somebody shoots up a school so it's never anything about oppression because never nothing has changed from for the conservative ideology in this country nothing's changed other than saying states rights yelling it as a win for freedom but all it does is make us more like europe than the united states of america one nation so that's that's always my fear with states rights
0: that's why i'm moving out of arizona I I can have better rights in Washington where we want to move. That shouldn't mm-hmm. be the case.
3: Right. I shouldn't
0: have to move my entire life away from my friends, away from my family, have to change jobs, move to Europe. you know on top of all the moving costs. In I the and, and country, this is agreement. You in know, the same like country. Yep, exactly. Yeah,
3: the same freaking country. Uh,
0: why do I have to leave? so i can have the same rights i've had since i was born if i want to keep that same ability that i've always had full disclosure i've never had an abortion i support those who do and if i ever had to have one god forbid because i don't want to go through it 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 hurts i know people who have either it through medically it you know it makes you really sick like it's not a fun process nobody wants to go through with an abortion you know, it wants to go through it. Excuse me, not... Sorry. There's, I'm sorry if I am stumbling over my words a lot. There's just a lot of emotion. And it's really hard to kind of like... You know, it's just... It's, it's frustrating. I have always had that option if I needed it. Thank goodness I've never needed it. But it's always been there. And the fact that I'm going to have to move my entire life now so that I can maintain my rights sucks. And it brings us back to a place in America that's very scary. Definitely.
5: I totally agree with what you guys have been saying. And I think the main point here is that you can say like as a, a, a person can say, I don't want to have an abortion and that ha- shouldn't have an effect on anyone else's decision to have or not have one. At the end of the day, that doesn't affect anybody else that w- isn't directly involved. There I'm sure there are people out there that everyone in this chat right now, they that have had an abortion and they may or may not even know about it. But that has and it has the the whole point is that it has no effect on any of our lives. Other, you know, it just has an effect on the people that were directly involved in that decision. And that's I that's also I agree, like with what Brandon and Danny were saying with the states rights thing is i don't think that that should apply to basic human rights that is stuff that should be protected no matter where you are like if you want to have some stupid like rinky dink law from state to state about whatever those irrelevant ones about not having an ice cream cone in your back pocket like who cares that stuff doesn't affect people but basic human rights do and the even bigger problem is that there are states out there that are trying that want to make it illegal to travel state lines and get an abortion. So that when you get back home, even if you have the means and the funds to go across state lines and get one, when you come home, if they find out, you're going to get prosecuted for it.
1: That is so unconstitutional. It'll never pass. You as an American citizen have the right to traverse U.S. roadways without molestation, which is old language, but it means uninhibited. That's but once again, it, it is scary that that's even being brought up because we open the door to the government being involved in our bodies. And I completely agree. I don't necessarily like the fact that the state's right thing might be the might be. I, I don't actually know. It's just an opinion, but might be the better option. S- so I completely agree. I've, my tax dollars are going to go anywhere. Universal health care is by far one of the things top of the list. But what scares me, once again, because the government can't keep its hands to itself, so what happens if conservatives take over and they say, okay, well, now that we're in here, now there's mandates that abortions are not part of that. And we start letting the government pick and choose what is actually a part of it instead of letting us actually choose what kind of pr- coverage we want and what can be provided. I, we need to stop looking to the government to make these solutions because the government makes everything worse every time, and it may go back and forth. When, you know, your preferred party is in power, you may not be, you may not see how it's affecting the other side and vice versa. But the more power we give them, they never give back and they just keep getting more and more into our personal lives and kind of left us alone for the most part outside of maintaining roadways. And now here we are, countries having a meltdown over, what, 50 years of precedent that's been Over the country that we could have codified, but we didn't because they didn't care to. We need to stop looking to the government and start looking more into what we can personally do to influence how our government operates.
5: Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. I just, there are things that the government needs to protect us in certain ways. You know, like obviously, like let's say murder is illegal everywhere right like that should be the types of things that the government is like hey we're keeping this everywhere and nobody can do anything about it like no one would ever bring that up as like oh is this a law that we should maybe think about changing i feel like basic human rights should be the same i feel like marriage equality abortion
1: all of the stuff that defines us as like we're Yes.
0: education rights,
1: life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Those right. should be the only things that they should be but that, involved but that, in maintaining.
3: Here's the thing with that too. I'm glad you brought that up. That's in the declaration of independence, not in the constitution, right? Right. You know, so, and, and we even went through a period, we, we went through a, a different you know, document as our document phase before we got to the constitution. You know, and and I'm like back to where I do. I agree with what you're saying. You're always trying to light that fire in me, but it's like, at least from our side, and I always talk to you about this. It's my fear on things are based on what's happened without anything that's shown change. Yeah, the government should stay out our personal lives, but if I live in you know Illinois and move to Tennessee, there shouldn't be anything that's a you know, God-given right As an American, and it's not owning Guns, but it's being able to vote in an election There should be no restrictions on that Or, you know, we're even bringing it back to the Abortion thing, you know, as well There shouldn't be any Kind of person From the government, any government source You're saying we want to keep the, go- the federal government From telling us what to do We're just leaving it to the states Instead of the law of the land protecting us No matter where we go, in this one country That's the problem Preach, daddy, preach You know, and and it's and again, it's just been because it's it's what we've seen in the past.
4: All right, Danny, I'm going to give you a minute and then I'm going to move the conversation.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to comment real quick how I really think it's interesting seeing how like most of us here are pro-choice. However, we are definitely seeing it differently because I see it more of like as a human rights issue, whereas you may some others see it as more of like, where's the legality in it? You know, seeing those different sides of the coin for the same argument is really interesting, and I think both sides are extremely valid in what they think. Um, it's just it's interesting seeing how many different uh, aspects of even the same ultimate opinion there are.
4: Due to what's happened recently, I've been on Facebook on a "burn the world down" type of thing, and a question that was brought up to me with all the comments that I've made. Let's be honest, a lot of the people that are celebrating this are Christians. Like a lot, they have Christian background. Uh,
5: I would say majority. It,
4: yes, a, a majority of them. And they're like, why is this, why is this an attack on Christianity? For those who are, who are pro-choice, who are against these pro-lifers, it's because of Christianity, the hypocrisy, yada, yada, yada. And everybody thinks it's an attack on them. And even, I I think somebody said something that we're mad at the wrong people, but politicians, the Supreme Court, a lot of them have Christian background, and there's no separation of church and state in this instance. I don't believe there is. As much as they might say that there is, there isn't. And I wanna know you guys' thoughts on that. I have my own, but I wanna hear you guys' thoughts on that. And I guess we can start with Frankie.
0: May I suggest I go first? Because mine is kind of really heavy and I don't want to go after Frankie because it'll seem like I'm pulling like the trump card, you know?
3: Go ahead, because I can't even hear Frankie. That was a good pun.
0: (laughs) Yeah, thank you. So I used to go to school to... I was going to school to basically be a pastor. Um, I went to Grand Canyon University. It's a private Christian university. My full-time quote-unquote job was... Uh, doing music for churches. Um, I served, uh, you know, like five, six hundred kids a year at summer camp, doing music for them um, across multiple states. So I, I, I you know, led in my youth group, all that, all of that. You know, I was deeply, deeply involved in the church. And then I was raped and I went to the church not knowing what to do, terrified, And, um, they just, they just simply never returned my calls. Um, I shortly came out of the closet afterwards and was kicked off all leadership. Um, and when I tried to talk to them about how I didn't feel supported when I, um, had tried to reach out when I had gone through this, they, um, basically just wrote it off and said like, well, you know. Um, there's, you know, women you can go talk to about that or call a crisis lie. Like there was no support. If Christians truly gave a shit about women and protecting life and all of that, there would have been support in that situation. So I want to bring up that because it is important to understand where I'm coming from on all this, that they, can't, your religion is fine. Just like I don't like pineapple on pizza, I'm not going to make people, everyone not have pineapple on pizza because that's just not – that's not how you do it. Your beliefs don't fucking affect any everybody. So the fact that now the church the, – the people that are doing this in the name of God are winning and talking about how this is a win for life after I've seen how the Southern Baptist Convention treats women who have been raped, yeah, it's bullshit.
4: And I definitely see it as an attack on Christianity, more, more, organized, more organized religion, because one of the comments was that, that one of the comments I made were, uh, imagine thinking that your, your religion is the, the top religion and that everybody should adhere to your religion. And somebody said, well, other countries also make rules on their religion and their religious beliefs. And my rebuttal was, I'm in America. I'm not in those countries. And from Americans' birth, it's been built or been told that it's been built on Christian faith. And we're all supposed to keep church and state separate. But that's not the case at all. To say to be ignorant enough or turning a blind eye enough to think that the church does not have an effect on federal laws is ignorant, in my opinion. Go ahead, Frankie.
2: Alright, so um, first off, Danny, I think you should listen to our religious op- uh, episode, which really gets in more into the topic of the religion, and I think it really helps a lot. Actually, anybody, really. Um, the second thing, as the pro-lifer, and I think I've said this to some of y'all before uh, over the Discord, whenever it comes to abortion, I never bring religion into it. If you haven't heard, heard, listened to our religion, religion episode, um, I tend to follow the Christian faith. I don't like calling myself a Christian because I'm not that type of Christian that just says I'm a Christian and look at me, all, I'm all holy and everything else. I believe that you should judge me to see if I'm a Christian or not. But And I, I agree, agree say, with that,
4: Frankie, before you go on, I agree with that, but we have to talk about the entirety. This isn't something that people, you, you know, we're, we're, we're viewing all Christians I know, like that. I know, we, I know, I know, I know, I know, it, but,
2: but let, me, let me go there. But as i was saying because our country was founded by the uh by the christian faith a lot of people try to push christianity into the legislative branch if that makes sense um i mean for we still have god in trust on our money right now we had uh under god, under god whenever we slew the flag you know the, our country was so rooted in christianity that we tend to forget that we do have a separation of church and state for that reason. There's a reason why they took uh, praying out of the schools. If you didn't know it, back in the 70s, they actually used to pray in the beginning of the school. They took that out, and now it's the moment of silence. I don't even know if they do the moment of silence anymore or not. Um, I haven't been in school they that do. long. Okay. At least
5: here in the South.
2: Well, yeah, that's where I came from, too, so don't worry. Um, Arizona
0: too. We do the Pledge of Allegiance,
2: but with that, it's it's hard to separate America from Christianity. And uh, whenever people try to, I'm first advocate for it trying to break away. I'm like, no, this isn't a Christian nation. We're not a Christian nation because we do have our uh, separation of church and state. You know, whereas like you go to England, they are a Christian nation because they are ran by the church, uh, Church of England, the Anglo Church. You know, you go to the Middle East, it's all Muslims. They are ran by the Muslim uh, religion. You know, you go to different countries. But as you said straight up, that we aren't those other countries. We are America. We have the freedom of religion. So you could practice whatever religion you want to. I mean, I know people that actually practice Old Norse. I want to say religion when in reality it's actually uh, um, whatever it is. But, you know, with Thor and everything else, you know. I I have no problem with that. This is America. You have that right to practice whatever. The only thing is we cannot sit there and try to push our religious views into the legislative, you know, Um, and that's why whenever it comes to abortion, I don't bring up my religious views for that reason. You know, I try to bring in scientific views. I try to bring in other views. And it's like I always said, it, it starts with the fundamental question of when you actually believe life begins. And until we're able to define that, we will always be having this abor- the abortion debate because everybody believes when life begins is a different stage in life itself.
4: And again, you put your own personal opinion, uh, your own personal point of view, but I want you to look at what we see as the whole, uh, you say you don't bring your religion into, you know, laws or anything like, like that. but.
2: No, I don't. I do. a, lot no, like, no, a
4: lot of them, a lot of them do a lot of like all throughout my Facebook, mean, it was people praise God that abortion is now done or back to the states, whatever it was. That's not thank God. God.
2: That's not pray God. Thank God. You know, a lot of, I mean, everybody says, thank God. Like if I score a touchdown, I say, thank God I scored a touchdown. You know, know what I mean, though. religion into, you know, I mean, you know what or, I mean? It's, it's those people still, who go to church. Oh, yeah. Well, they say they do, but also there's like several they, they
4: use God there. when it fits their narrative. They That's what happens. They use God when it fits their narrative. But if you bring something about adultery, uh, fornicating or anything like that, mute. They don't say anything about that. And the it's not like the Bible says anything about abortion. But if you say something,
2: Bible again, something actually, that you know uh, that they. The Bible okay. actually does talk about abortion in the Old Testament.
4: Okay. I'm, gl- uh, I'm glad logic. you brought up the Old Testament because oh, I definitely I brought up the Old, Testament.
0: About the Old Testament. I brought
4: up the Old Testament <laughs> yesterday, and somebody said something that the New Testament washes that away or it cancels it out. So I'm glad that you brought up the Old Testament <laughs> because God killed firstborn yep. kids that were here on earth according to the Bible in Egypt. He killed. He slaughtered the firstborn. Yeah, I know. That's the reason why I said
2: it's in the Bible. If you read the Bible, it's in the Bible. Now you could straight up say, "Well, the old, uh, the new religion, uh, the New Testament washes out the Old Testament." But actually, uh, really didn't. Jesus actually said, "I'm the new covenant." Basically, instead of the cutting off the heads of the penis, instead you just have to believe in Him to to show that you're a believer. That's what a whole new covenant meant when Jesus said that. The whole idea is that the old religion is now annoyed and void, is total BS to begin with. Because believe it or not, Jesus never said, I could now go worship idols. Yet that's still frowned upon because it's in the Old Testament. You look but at even, the Old Testament.
0: But even from there, okay, so let's talk about the history behind the Bible, not what it says, the actual artifact itself. There are so many different translations of this You're one right. book. And... It was written by a bunch of dudes who believed that their God was talking to them. That takes a suspension of disbelief. You have to have that faith in God to believe that? I don't. Not anymore. So it doesn't matter what happens in the Bible. I don't give a shit if your Bible says it. That's great for you, but I don't care. Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. We can talk about whether the Bible talks about it all day or not. I don't give a shit. The Bible has oh, no it, effect on my life. And, so and why should it even be talked about? What if it's in there or not? Because it and shouldn't have an
2: effect. In a country that's not founded on, or is not rooted in religion anymore because we have our separation of church and state, it, your, the Bible talk is actually muted. It doesn't matter anymore because we're not. Truthfully, I hate to say this because it sounds like we're a bad nation in, from my standpoint because as a Christian, but we're not a Christian nation. If that makes sense, we're not. We are. We have, have no. We have I no agree.
1: recognized national religion. Correct. you absolutely
2: just like we do not. It's like the same, uh, same idea of like. Well, everybody should speak English here. We don't have a national language either. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. I speak ah. Spanish because I work with sp- people that speak Spanish. My position ha- has me out in the field with people that speak Spanish, so I speak Spanish so I could be able to communicate with them. It's just the same thing. Uh, well, bit- and to,
1: to back up Frankie just a little bit, now outside of the Bible talk, he's not wrong with we're going to keep having the conversation of when life begins because, like I said, a lot of people use the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness thing. So up until the point it's a life, it is a mother's life choice of you know, what's going to affect her Once they legally dub another life is involved, then you ending it will be a point of contention of, you know, are you now discriminating against another life that that'll always legally be part of the conversation, whether you're bringing religion into it or not just a little.
2: That's the reason why I I said, until we're able to define when life begins, we will always have this debate.
4: And I agree, Danny, I, I, I'm not like, I care what the Bible says, but it's I bring it up as in a point to show the hypocrisy of it, how you can say one thing, God does this, and you just turn a blind eye or make make some kind of excuse to it. But I'm not going to go there. Brandon, go ahead.
3: Well, I'll say the way I've always, I won't say been taught, but the way I've kind of interpreted growing up is that there's religion and spirituality. And a lot of people try to mix the two up. Religion is that is what we're talking about now, this organized ideology to try to control people. But then spirituality is what I think the Bible is, and that's a guide for how you should live your life in order to impact others positively. And then as far as, as far as speaking the gospel, it's you sharing how Jesus Christ you know, impact has made your life better in the hope that they try to seek out the same thing. It's not talking about what someone does in their private life or anything like that. And Frankie, you did a good job of, you know, explaining yourself and explaining the way you feel about it and how you keep Christianity out of your, you know, your views on abortion. But I, I, I feel like you were kind of, you know, keep, you know, pulling yourself away from Trump supporters. We talk about church and state. We have the separation of church and state. But I'm tired of us Talking about theories Of what America's supposed to be On paper, this, that, and the other When that's never been the case In action And that goes back to my conversation With with Roe vs. Wade being overturned And how I don't trust The conservative ideology Because of the history when it comes to states' rights It's Bro, it's still that same conversation It don't matter what we think Church or state is Or how you remove politics from you're, I should say you remove religion from your politics. It's, it, the religion is in the politics. Like It's been intertwined for at least 50, 60 years. That's why I always share that YouTube video by the KGB dude talking about how they've infiltrated us and not even realizing it. That's part of it. Like You can't remove it because you're, you're at the conventions. They'll come up and pray before they start talking. They'll come pray to Jesus Christ, to the Christian God. So there is, we're at the point now to where, we're, I mean, it's not even a point throwing that theory out there. It's just words on a piece of paper. The same as, Jaron, you know, with the, the life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Like, it's not been enacted but for one group for the vast majority of the time here. And so we need to stop fluffing up the idea of what America's supposed to be. There is no dream. There never has been. So we need to be realistic about it. And and that's part of this conversation here.
1: Yeah. Wait, so so what do we do then?
3: We just accept I shit that every time we You're just right. accept no. shit and lay in it? I ask that every I, time. I do. You're right. A, I do ideals. But and but and you guys have hey man, you guys have heard me say some radical shit sometimes, but I do always ask that question, Jaron. What do we do? I don't I don't know right now. You know, part of it is just I think and I think they do this on purpose too, with how they just keep throwing shit at us to make us, you know, mentally drained and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah, but- because
1: our generation was the first generation that started paying attention again. Right. We, right. we were so comfortable for like Absolutely. two, three generations that nobody really gave a shit. They just gave the, our politicians keys to the castle and let them do whatever they wanted. Where our generation started paying attention again, and they're scared to death. Right. So mm-hmm. they do. They just are I throwing agree. everything in every different direction. They're all, in, they're all working together to keep us occupied with different things, arguing about different things, creating different barriers, making sure that me and you see ourselves in different categories. and
0: Keeping we, us poor. I, yeah. I oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. rich are
1: getting richer. They're, they're making sure that we can't ever own things. We're going to have to depend on them for rent. I mean, but if we give up on sh- the simple shit, like remembering we at the very least deserve the right to pursue our version, our version, individually mm-hmm. of what life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness means to us, then they've just fucking won and we just, we'll just just eat their shit sandwich until the country blows up. So I refuse to do that. I mean, we finally have people paying attention. We're, people like us are talking about it. We can agree to disagree all the time and almost end up in similar spots half the time by the time we're done arguing. I mean, and that's all it takes. Dialogue. We need to continue dialogue. And when you say, when you say, you know, it's never been this and it, and that's true, but that doesn't mean it can't become that. But if we give up on that, then we're not even working towards anything anymore.
3: Real quick I'm to totally rebuttal that, that. And, and real quick. And I know Beth wants to talk too. And I, you know, I hear you, dude. That's obviously where I get torn between, sorry, between being a militant about it and, and trying to have hope. Like, yeah, I'd like to move towards that. But I feel like it's not acknowledged enough that it's not and I'm not saying it's not here in this space but it even tie it back to other state rights things that are being pushed out like it's it's there's too, way too much history we're going to be 246 on July the 4th as a country 246 years old and we have spent 75% or more oppressing people religiously gender uh sexual orientation yeah, still race are. You know, like, it's yeah. like, and if, and Hey bro, and if somebody comes and has 10 conversations with you and they lie nine times in a row, you know, like I, I, am not, I'm not going to have too, you know, too much hope about it. And I don't want someone coming and say, Oh no, he's not going to lie. You know, he, he is a good guy. He, everything is going to be okay. That's bullshit, bro. All I know is this.
1: That's why we need to affect then, the change and quit putting right. up for the same fucking people in the government who have been there for right. 60 years Doing Christ. the same thing. But what Christ about like in Arizona? For
0: example, I voted for Kirsten Cinema because I felt represented Oof. as a bisexual woman. I felt like she represented my views. I was so excited because it was Martha McSally versus Kirsten Cinema. It was a big election here. And it was a big deal because it was two women. And I felt very represented by Senator Cinema and look how that ended up. I've put right. in what they're telling me to do. They keep telling me to vote, I did that. My politician's a liar. She talked about in her uh, campaigning, uh, federal minimum wage, wanting to work on that, and she gave us a fucking thumbs down. Are you kidding me? Yeah. We, what are we supposed to do? There's, it's. Yes, that would be great if we could affect change in the system and take it into our hands, but the way the system is written right now, we cannot. And the way that they are doing it now, where it doesn't matter. There's no consequences if you lie. I could fucking run as a Republican in disguise, get in there, and then vote all Democrat. And there's nothing to do that stops me. Because
5: That's what we should be doing. <laughs>
0: exactly. We need to be doing this. Because, like, there's no—but there's no way—like, in Arizona, it's so split down the middle— like great literally fifty percent of our you know, we we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, voting, you know, for how we wanna feel represented and there's no consequences for these politicians. Like the Supreme Court justices, because let's be honest, they're fucking politicians now. They're not impartial. Mm-hmm. We've seen that they've now.
2: Always
1: been politicians. And I agree so, so is the FBI, so is they've yeah. weaponized every single department
3: of the government.
0: But there's well, no consequences for these people in power for lying to their
2: constituents.
3: Jaron was just kidding about the well, FBI line. That's, that's why it's also <laughs> important
2: not only no, voting I wasn't get fucked the election, up,
3: right. but also voting during,
2: like, you know, your primary. Actually going out, and it's our jobs as citizens actually researching that's. each of the politicians. I do, but that. yes, they
1: absolutely. lie. We need to keep, we need to really, yeah, but we need them. to go back to holding them accountable for well, everything. When's the last time that you heard uh, the actual debates and saw the voting for a piece of legislation. We need to drag these wild. people out to town halls and Next. make them do it to our faces. We need mm-hmm. to get completely involved again. Like I said, we gave them the keys to the castle and we're paying more attention and we're, we're more influencing than we have been in a long time, but we need, we, we need to just keep doing more because you're not wrong. They just keep lying to us. They keep stealing from us. I mean, I, if my tax dollars were going anywhere remotely beneficial, I would be way more lenient. I don't want to give them another penny. Like he said, or uh, what said earlier, there's bills on the desk for education. But no, they pump $55 billion over to Ukraine. So if you've got Raytheon stock in the Senate, you're making buku. They do give a shit. But you know what? The reelection percentage is like in the 90s.
2: No, 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 I totally agree. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the reason why I straight up always said whenever you, Congress should always have term limits, there should never be able to gain age limits too. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. But they should not be able to have financial gains outside their regular salary, such as in stock markets or something like that, because they're yeah. able to make laws that actually dictate what stocks they actually have. That grows. Look at, I've always straight up tell people, and this is how I made tons of my money. And believe me, I, I've got several money, so much money in stocks right now. I follow the congressmen. because what they have to, wherever they actually uh, trade in, has to be public knowledge. I follow even Democrat, freaking Nancy, uh, nasty uh, Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi's I got follow, her own yes, Twitter account dedicated I actually, to her. Follow that if you want to make some I, money. Oh yeah, I actually follow what she puts money in because I know I will make money, and that's how I make tons of my money.
4: Go ahead, Beth.
5: Oh, uh, I was actually. <laughs> I was actually just saying in the chat, I was like, man, everybody's been saying so many of the things that I had on the back burner. So it's really great to be hearing all of this, you know, discourse and hearing that you guys are speaking these awesome facts. Um, Most of my stuff that was just going to be about the religious influence. And I know that we've kind of moved past that a little bit. But I think that one of the big things that people need to keep in mind is that it's heavily regional like the impact that religion has it p- depends on where you are in the country here in south carolina separation of church and state is a joke they literally pray to the christian god at the beginning of our school board meetings and there's not a damn thing that anybody can do about it and make them stop that and i feel like that shit should be illegal first of all but like i don't know what the venue is to you know get that whole thing started but anyway another thing i feel like that we really need to it's been touched on a couple of times in this conversation is that they want us to be fighting all the time when the big issue here is class it's not you know obviously i don't want to discount how important gender and race and identity are but class is the single biggest thing that divides us it's truly us against them in that sense
3: what are you listening huh sound familiar <laughs> no, right. I was oh married. i was literally just gonna uh, tag you in the chat saying bro this is what you say all the time why is bonds it being made i'll admit it so said, what?
4: you said what i what said bonds are being made
3: no not really. you know i'm kind of humble enough to be able to admit when i don't have all the answers it's okay i'm
4: talking about jaron and girthquake i mean girthquake and Beth. they they <laughs> they on the same wavelength and I love what everybody's saying that we need to change a bunch of things. Imagine what would happen if FBI agent that's listening, don't arrest me. This is just a thought I'm throwing out there. If what happened on January 6th, if people who were the middle class, people who, if that actually happened with our group, do you think that we would see those change? Not the murders, not the, you know, the extreme, the but if we murder? marched. What?
3: Go
2: ahead. What did you say? I said there was no murders on January 6th.
4: There was a girl shot in the head.
3: She died of a heart attack. Uh, yeah. No, One people died. died. People from a heart died. Attack. People died. There only two people that died, total. Several people died.
4: No, three.
1: two
2: people died, or three. One of them died from a heart attack.
1: One of them died from being a dipshit and scaling a fence and falling off, and then the other one was no. shot in the head.
2: Yeah, one person got shot in the head, that was on, and it was actually a protester.
4: Okay, so she was murdered or killed. There at least was one person. I'm just saying, if we actually, if uh, people got mad over an election, over an election that they thought were was stolen, if we took that energy, I don't know if I'm talking out of my ass because I think that it might have been different. No, I think, we, on, I think if I if we, going. we we would have got shot. Like if if BML, if Black Lives Matter was to do something like that, I think it would have been way more prepared for something like that. Well, Sorry, I mean, that's,
1: that's not true because BLM, uh, what was that, a month before, they burned down the White House guard shack, tore down barriers, and burned yep. down the church across the street. Yep. Like 250 law enforcement officers were oh, injured, they arrested- and they attacked senators that were trying they to get to their vehicles.
3: The- no, they arrested the Proud Boys leader for that burning, like the day before January 6th, if I'm not mistaken. He was already yeah. in jail for that church burning.
1: no. Yeah, no, the pro- no no that's no not.
2: no that's not accurate.
1: The yeah.
3: the proud boy leader, what's his last name? Enrique or Arturo not, Enrique yeah. Artario. Yeah. He was arrested for a church burning the day before yeah. the events at the Capitol. Yeah, but church. that was but that wasn't a proud boy rally. No, that was he, a that's, no, the, that that that's was, the that's the black that's the black church in D.C. The month before that you're talking about.
1: Uh, the one right across the White House. I don't think we're talking about the same thing, maybe.
2: No, uh, no, you're talking it about was exactly it sure was the exactly for sure. It was the exactly. same. It was, no, it's the
1: same night. They burned down the historic church directly across the White House. So, I mean, it was, it was already happening both sides. We had the entire summer where half our country burned down. I saw it firsthand in Louisville. I went out there the first night. I didn't fucking go out there a the second night. It got real shady once the sun went down. It wasn't the same people marching for change, I'll tell you that. And, yes, there was people arrested, but I'll tell you what. Most of those people got off whether they hurt other people, whether they destroyed property, but you know what really got them fucking heated? When we went into Congress and broke their shit, now, they're, now they've, they've been doing months of depositions. They've been holding people in solitary for nine months. See the energy that they hold people accountable for when they're afraid for them? We should be I'm, up in their
4: the
1: time. Instead of burning down businesses, we should be burning down the fucking, well, okay, not burning down, we should be at the courthouses. <laughs> we should be at the state buildings, the federal buildings, the buildings that our tax dollars build, maintain, and own. We public need property. to hold them accountable. Yeah, public property. There's no reason we should be taking it necessarily to the streets. We should be taking it to them. And that scared the absolute shit out of them. And you can tell by the spectacle they've made it.
4: That's the point I was trying to get to. Thank you, Jaron, for making me. Got feel you, like homie. An idiot. Real quick,
3: Mike, I want to make sure I'm correct on this. He was. Arrested and charged for burning a banner, and was in jail, and then was gotten out right before the protest, and he was banned from being there the day before. So I just want to make sure uh, okay. I'm correct on that. I wasn't. You were right. So. But and see no, that what a, what a civil discourse.
2: But no, truthfully, we are split, and we're we're split as a country in several different factions. You know, we've got our classes on split, split. You got the rich, that are ultra rich. You got the ultra poor right now. You got the middle class, which is even getting split even further because of. Inflation right now, and then not only that though, but also we are politically split. Like you got the left and the right, but also I'll say, like on as a left leaning person on this podcast, the Republican Party actually right now is getting split. You know, you got the Trumpisms, and then you got the like the GOP Republican, and then call them the
1: establishment because that's what they are.
2: Okay, the establishment, but I mean, I, I, and truthfully, like I've said before, I, I I was pro Trump. All right, I, I. I was pro-Trump. I voted for him both times. Now, do I regret my decisions? No, because truthfully, I, think I, didn't, I thought that Trump would ban better President Biden. So truthfully, right now, he's proven me correct. And then truthfully, I don't like Hillary Clinton at all. So yeah, I'm going to vote for whoever's against Hillary Clinton to begin with, because what she did with the uh, soldiers in uh, Benghazi, you know, that whole ordeal just rubs me the wrong way. But and sexual so, assault doesn't? Okay, so like every single politician has sexual assaults. Which one am I oh, choosing? Oh no,
5: no, no,
1: no, Bill Clinton and the Clintons all run Epstein Island. That's yeah, not not like one that.
2: that, yeah, not only like that though. But look at all the shady shit that. But you Hillary can't Clinton
1: say not well, all well,
5: politicians. You, yeah,
2: okay, when it all right, you're right, and it's gotta be the lesser of two evils. Not only all that, right. but there was
3: also several Senate commissions that you know cleared Hillary of wrongdoing with Bengh- with Benghazi republican-led commission because
2: they couldn't find the emails she
0: was
3: okay, in so charge
0: then that's how the you media don't, to hold media her work. You don't find mean, the evidence you don't get charged
3: i mean like i'm not okay, as a, I'm, service I'm not a member Hillary Clinton it still rubs we're... me the wrong way though I get that's that. the whole well, as a
0: woman sexual assault rubs me the wrong way
2: which i get don't get me wrong i'm not like trying to dish you for liking hillary clinton no here.
0: and i'm but what i'm saying is like the fact we need to it's more than just like I don't give a shit who we voted for at this point. What's done is done. Like, it doesn't, this is all chatter that doesn't matter to the real fucking issue. I don't give a shit mm-hmm. who anyone voted for at this point. Everyone sucks. Biden sucks. Well, Trump <laughs> sucks. Obama well, sucks. Well um, I was, Pelosi
2: going, sucks. On, like, I was going on. Like, everybody sucks. What I was going on is <laughs> we are so <laughs> divided as a country. Which is part of the reason why we're all doing this podcast to begin with. To show that, hey, even as the politically divided and all, like, we're still able to come together, have these conversations. We need to try somehow to reunite as a country to, for the betterment of this country.
0: Well, the last thing that did that successfully was 9-11. So, what, like, what? Yeah, what, yeah. what oh,
3: it didn't it gave us a new scapegoat? Hey, that, it fabricated the idea and I'm not saying you're wrong on this. this is funny because this is the episode we were going to do. It fabricated the patriotism. Like when have we ever been united? We we formed as a country from the Articles of Confederation to the Constitution. It was a, like they almost didn't get it done because they were divided over slavery. And as soon as they freed the slaves, you know, like, and then it, it moved us like we like, and I'm, you're right, Frankie, we do need to come together. But like, when we're, we're saying it and using past tense, and this has been my whole conversation from the start, we're not pulling from this history that people that were alive then are alive today, like, in using that to shape the future. Like you know, I'm not. We don't. You, there's there's a difference with dwelling on history and having an understanding of it to move forward. Dwelling yeah, because on history is where you have a, you know, you run a political campaign on making America great again. That's dwelling on history. Yeah, like it's and 9/11 like, did bring us together,
1: but what did we okay. did? What did we do? We overreacted immediately and gave the really? government powers. All of a sudden, we have oh, the yeah. Patriot, Act. Patriot Act. We yeah. have Guantanamo Bay. We have yep. uh, DHS. We have ICE. They created so many fucking agencies that that spend their their time paying attention to us out of the fear that they perpetuated from it. We band together like, whatever you need. Yes, sir. We need to stop overreacting, too, is another thing. It's really hard not to act on emotion. But once again, every time we do kind of start banding together and they see that camaraderie. They just exploit it, and we to stop give it, like looking to the government once again to fix that shit.
2: Well, to me, it hits more home, and the reason why I want us to come together more is because I'm in right now in a state that's debating whether it should be able to succeed or not, you know? And to me, it hits more home because as an American veteran, I have so much pride as being American that I love America, all right? I know America's not perfect. I know America gets, has to be fixed. It's got small little problems here and there that we do need to fix, and put a band on all. it. Small. A, <laughs> a, putting a, and, and putting a little band on something that needs an actual tourniquet isn't really solving a problem. That's just fixing the s- symptoms, all right? So, to me, yeah, it hits home yeah. more because, yeah, when, if Texas decides to secede, I have no clue what am I going to choose. It's like Danny said, it's cost a lot of money to me to uproot my family and move somewhere else. Where am I going to be a Texan or am I going to be American now? You know, it, it, there, it, it's going to be hard to do. It's a tough decision I have to make if it actually comes true.
4: So this is a conversation that can continue to go on and on, but we, we want our listeners to be engaged, and we're gonna wrap it up. And in this wrap up, I'm gonna give everybody, let's say a minute, a minute or two, to wrap up their thoughts on a possible solution to abortion, to how they feel we need to do, how we need to go about making this world better, just any kind of possible solution that they would they can think of or see in their mind. So whoever's willing to go first, whoever's got to get off first, please do I'll so. Go,
0: yeah. I'll go first. I apologize if you hear barking, but um ultimately what I think needs to happen is we just like at this point, we just need a fucking purge of government. We need to figure out uh we need to set term limits. We need to get these people we need to get fresh blood in there and people that actually represent our changing country because our ch- one of the beautiful things about America is that we are the great mixing pot. We have so many different cultures, religions, people, backgrounds, histories, legacies, stories that deserve to be respected and to be represented. And right now, our, unless you are a cis, straight, white man that's just not, or white woman, cis straight white woman even, you're not being represented. And I there needs to be a change at a legislative level, and we need to change the way politics work in this country because, like I said, this is at the beginning.
4: This is a symptom,
0: not a cause.
4: Next up. All
2: right, I'll go. Um, As a pro-lifer, I have to say that we will always continually have this – abortion debate until we all agree on the fundamental question of when life begins. Does it begin outside the womb? Does it begin in the womb? And if it begins in the womb, what time frame does actual life begin? Uh, until we have that answer and we could all universally agree on that answer, we will always be having this debate of abortions and it's the way it is.
5: I'll go next. Like Danny was saying, term limits, definitely. Age limits, as we discussed earlier. And, you know, codify Roe v. Wade and other SCOTUS opinions that protect basic human rights. Obviously, we need to get out and vote in every single election, not just the big ones. And there definitely needs to be more community organization. There needs to be more stuff from the ground up. Because I know there's been a lot of discourse out there saying, you know, similar things to what I'm saying right now. But no one's gonna save us. We gotta save ourselves.
4: Jaron, you got anything? Are you still there? Shit, what Beth said. I don't know. She kind of
1: took my thunder. Yeah, no. I mean, (laughs) pay attention. Start. I mean, take care of yourself from the ground up. You know, create the community and the image that you would like to see it. Talk to people. You know, I know a lot of us think that. You know, you hear somebody's uh, of a different political opinion, and you just roll your eyes and assume. You know they're just a lost cause, but sometimes it just helps to have some dialogue. Like I said, I mean that's the only way we're going to progress anything. No one's save us; we have to save ourselves. Godspeed. Fuck the
3: government. That's just that's just strictly Girth talking, FBI agent. No, what everyone says is right on point. I guess the only thing that I'll add is the only thing that I always ever talk about, and a lot of you guys I know. I talk about this one-on-one is in addition to getting out and voting and getting all this information and, and doing all these things we need to do for the present and the future, learn your freaking history. You got to know where we came from to find out what exactly why we're here. And I'm going to continue to harp on that, nor will I have an, a debate with you if you're not coming correct on that. So we, we got to have a full understanding of all of that. And, and why we're exactly where we are today because it all plays a part. So I think that's the biggest thing that's going to help moving forward with all of this.
4: And as we're ending it, my point of view is I agree with the ladies. We have to vote. We have to have representation of people from all different backgrounds in uh, Congress, on this, uh, in the Senate, locally. It just needs to be, we need to get this older generation out of there because it's, it's changed. Life has changed for all of us. And I believe it's changed for the better, but there are people who are trying to cause us to be divided and go back into the less happy days (laughs) for people who look like me, uh, women and things of that nature. And I believe conversations like this have to happen. We had plenty of people on here who didn't agree, who may have different point of views, But we had a discussion, we got heated, but we all agreed that change needs to occur. And that's what matters at the end of the day. Change needs to occur and action. We have to take action. We can't just be on our podcast talking about this without any action. So if you're listening to this, please take it to heart and take action. And with all conversations that happen from the heart for the heart, we may yell at each other. We may be mad at each other. But at the end of the day, it's all love. It's all wanting to become a better people and understanding somebody else. Thank you guys for joining in tonight. See you next time.